Blog Talk Radio. Are the right and left driving you mad? Losing friends and family because of your worldviews? Are you getting lost in the great divide? It's a fight for your mind and heart, and you've come to the right place at the right time. Get ready to leave the matrix of confusion and discover a new future with Healing the Rift. And now, here are your hosts, Adrian, Josh, and your friendly oversoul, Sotu. I have a figure sitting next to me who usually calls himself Josh, but he's being... You can call me Ray, or you can call me Jay, or you can call me Ray Jay, or you can call me RJ. Just don't call me late for dinner. Okay. Good morning, folks. And if any of you remember that and can answer that question of who used to say that, then I will give you a big fat kiss. (laughs) So, but... Besides the Falderall, which we are enjoying here this morning, we do... Uh, Come on, we got a minute or two of Falderall. We absolutely do. And what the heck is Falderall anyway? I'd have to look it up to know what it is. But I know what it is. You know, you think you do. <laughs> uh, we do work with uh, consciousness that's not physical outside of time and space. <laughs> we actually talk that's about... That's not us, right? That's not us. Because oh, we're too, what, inane? Oh, no, 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 not at all. No, no just, we're not inane? Well, we are quite fully capable of being inane, but I sort of like to inform the audience out there what it is we're doing as well as we flash around in the they don't. If they don't know by now. There are going to be some people who this is their first time. Ooh. <laughs> all right. There's a certain excitement, man, Adrian. There is. Yes, we work with the consciousness that is channeled through Josh. The Which I take very seriously. The consciousness we call so too. We are very slick <laughs> and light about it because we've been doing this for so long that if anything, it has become too much of a normal state of affairs in our life when in fact it's pretty miraculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just doesn't take compliments. Look, it's it it just is. You know, channeling is a thing where people automatically assume it's bogus, and then you then they listen to it for a while, and they have forgotten that is they think it's bogus because they're so wrapped up with what's being said. So you know, and then the end of the end of a session comes, and they're thinking for three days about the things that just happened or the things that were just said and uh, they really, people don't they're so, become so immersed in the information they kind of lose track of the impact and isn't the, that weird? It's it's very strange this is certainly uh, describes itself as the energy of growth so they're often pushed our envelopes of belief or pushing our envelopes around emotions. Or... Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic when they have said continuously right from the beginning that comfort was not a prerequisite for this work. And um, 
son of a gun if they weren't right. <laughs> yeah, we have some uh, probably listening now who worked with Sotu on and off for 30 years. 20 to 30 years. Thereabouts. They can. The damn fools are still listening. <laughs> and they can certainly attest to the fact that uh, Sotu uh, can push buttons. We call them the cosmic kick in the butt. Uh, but they will absolutely tell you the truth and their perspective, which has been well, one of working they'll, you the, they'll tell you the truth based upon where you are at in the moment. Right. Because the dynamic of that truth can change with circumstances, well, with differing we, circumstances. Sure. And as we grow, we're able to mm, relate or understand. You mean you grow each time? There is uh, there there is that there is that there is that. So we love it when you join us. You can absolutely call in. You can speak with us um, if you want to do that. Uh, But mostly people want to speak with us too. Although we have a lot to say also, but it's understandable. You do. You do. I have nothing to say. No, Josh is on the outside of this dynamic and is the least appreciated for what he does. I can't slap her on the air because this is being filmed too. So it's like then that would be abuse, and I get would. all the Me Tooers against me. And I have enough trouble doing this coming through a male body. I have to tell you, um, because especially right now, you know, the what is it? The white male is the new black. It seems that way. It seems that way. I mean, way. I hate to say it, but it sure doesn't seem like reverse discrimination to me. It's you know, I don't want to get into any arguments with anybody, but and this is Josh here, so you know, I haven't I haven't brought so two up yet. But so two does access Josh's energy, and uh, yeah, so but they will at times have a different opinion than me, so it's not like. They um, absolutely are locked into my beliefs, although um, I am the vessel through which they project. And because you're in a male body, sometimes people think so too is masculine or male, and they're not. They're neither masculine nor feminine. Um, Well, uh, it's an energy projection, you know. Masculine, feminine, we each have both within us. So, I mean. Right. So, so, folks, if you're listening in for the first time or uh, something has ticked you off that Soto has said, it's worth it to consider why. Right. And it's too bad. (laughs) Right. As they said, comfort is not a prerequisite Uh, for the journey of growth. Speaking of comfort. So... Um, is there something else that you wish to say about this week or the energy um, of it? Other than it's gotten so much more bizarre and the predictions are it's going to get even more bizarre that this upcoming week is supposed to be particularly intense. Um, and then we're coming on to the 14th where Mercury goes retrograde. So any sort of dynamic of communication So um, don't be surprised if uh, everything from your um, iPhone to your computer don't uh, um, 
have some issues and maybe even your conversations with others. Yes, yes, certainly so. Certainly uh, so. It is uh, what's believed out there in our world, and it has a fair amount of people believing it, so it seems to be what plays out. And it's opportunities, of course. I could go Pollyanna about it, but, folks, the world is Pollyanna. in um, mess right you think, now. You think, what, you think people know what Pollyanna means? I think some people know. Enough people. The old people? The old folks, well, yes. The old folks, okay. So? So, I guess we're ready to go. Okay. If you're ready to go. No, you want me to go. I'd like you to stay. I'd like to... Uh, oh, I can stay. No problem. You and someone wrote in on Facebook that uh, so too and Josh had to keep six feet of social distancing, which would be very interesting because that would mean so too would be here without coming through your body. Well, or so too could hold my breath for a really long time. That's not advised. No. No, depends on how long. Maybe they'll make it so I don't need oxygen. No. Uh, no. Not a chance? Not a chance. All right. So for those of you who might be due to this, we try to play a little bit of music. Blog Talk's been a little funky with that in the last few weeks. But uh, after the music, the next voice you hear will be that of So Too as Josh goes into his sleep-like trance. Right. Well, so nice to hear our theme song again after all these weeks of technical problems. Yes. Are you going to have a technical problem today? No. Oh, very good. What, the, what an affirmative negative answer. Yeah. <laughs> it was consciously a choice. Well, yeah, well, well uh, more so. More so in the dynamics of reality. You begin to make the choices that you make from a place of consciousness. All right, so let us deal with Tina's uh, um, connect, uh, or, uh, uh, complication. And, uh, go ahead. Yes, we're we'll going take our to first caller. caller in the 831 area code. Good morning. All right. This is Chris. Good morning, dear one. Good morning. This is Christina yes, calling know from California. <laughs> I um, yes, ma'am. wanted to ask you guys, well, first of all, update. My friend, um, I've met with her, but she didn't mention anything to me, um, and I believe I know why. I was coming out of my mother's house at 5 in the morning, to go to the laundromat because he's destroyed two two washers in three months when he breaks in, and so it's just cheaper to go to the laundromat right now until there's a resolution. But my mother had a an orange ghost that was had a hoodie and like a poncho that was shredded, and it was black all over it, so you just look like you were looking into the blackness of night, which can be scary. And that's mm-hmm. what I believe he's wearing is mm-hmm. like a, um, a ski mask and then a hoodie. So if they saw somebody, they couldn't identify him. So I didn't bring it up right. because she didn't 
let me know. But I have, I woke up um, with an idea that I didn't, I didn't even plan on doing. And I really feel that I, that it, that I should do it. And that if I follow this plan and this idea and the ideas that have been coming in this morning as well, I've been doing a lot of acupuncture. I've been doing a lot of meditation, 40 minutes at a time when I'm, after they leave the room, working on my chakras and doing uh, meditations and just really resting so that I can be clear and uh, working with releasing grief and stepping into my power and not having the mindset of I have to prove anything to anyone, but go out there and defend myself. But the question I have is the ideas that I'm having, if I follow through with those, and I mean with everything that I have in me, like with giving it my all, but coming heart-centered and only wanting what's best for me to come out of it, with it being fair and just, no matter what that looks like, will it unfold the way that I am praying that it does? Because it's about my children's, the rest of their lives and how it's going to be for them. Right. Well, <clears throat> we, would, we would suggest that you're being too specific in the dynamics of what you are wishing for that, in fact, the, mm, by doing what you are dreaming of doing, the apes want um, In other words, we see that you are and will be continuing to be more successful. And the reason that this is that we haven't told you before this is kind of an incremental step-by-step journey and if you compare where you are now with where you were six months ago you are so much clearer and so much stronger and in six months more you will be even more you will be even more into who you really are now this uh, dynamic that is going on with your ex, and we hope you hear us because there's a lot of uh, static coming through. Can you hear us, Christine? Yeah, I, I'm stepping out because he's listening in the house. He's got spyware in there, and so I want to make sure that it's private. So when cars go by, I'm sorry, you'll hear people on the highway. Well, no, um, no. But he, I. Trying to no, keep him out of my house, and he's right. in it. Yeah, well, we we told you. So, so, did you say that you have contacted an advocate? Uh, actually, uh, I haven't yet. Uh, only because <clears throat> I found a way that I can. Um, make myself sleep, I mean, sleep peacefully, because I barricaded my my bedroom door, and I have locks on the windows in there, so I'm sleeping peacefully, because if he tries to get through, I will wake up, and I will be able to get out, so mm-hmm. not yet, uh, but what I, what I decided to do, because I have the court coming up in November, early November 9th, November 9th, so I'm hoping we'll mm-hmm. be out of retrograde by then, 
is just being able to stand up uh, for hmm. myself and be heard and be completely honest in court. Well, uh, you you are. You see, <clears throat> the problem here is that you're the only one that's going into this with any integrity. <laughs> you know, it, yes. this, this man has no integrity of his own. So, um, in fact, you are, you know, you believe that you are going to solve things. You know, if, if you let's look at this as light shadow and dark shadow, all right? Would you say you are taking this of light shadow or of dark shadow? Uh, now, presently, because it's like day and night from where I was six months ago or even a year ago, uh, uh, the, the, light, uh, the light side and building myself up within the shadows, exactly. knowing that I've been battling myself like Dark Vader goes in <laughs> that he is but, reflecting back to but, me but, what subco- what my subconscious is saying well that's correct now the thing about it is that and here's the trick especially when one has been in dark shadow for a length of time when one moves over and starts making right choices and moves more into that position of light shadow, often you forget the empowerment and the power that you have gained in the dynamics of dark shadow. So it is important that you retain the knowledge and awareness of what it means to be dark shadow, because then you will not be so naive when he pulls his dark shadow BS upon you. Yes. Yes. I agree. And I, um, you know, it all boiled down for me loving myself, accepting myself, and forgiving myself no matter what, and being here now and not making any choices that are fear based because I realized. Every single choice I made was out of fear. And I have to do what I feel in my heart is right, no matter what the consequences are. And praying that the judge will make a fair and just ruling. Can you say uh, that again? That's all you can do. Yeah, I feel at peace. That's all you can do in, in that sort of circumstance. You know, other than other than having yourself well armed with advocates, you know. Yes, that's um, actually what I'm. Now, right that's now, what my plan is. Good, because um, you know, it's it's like you say you can set yourself up. You know, you go into with into the court session with an open and pure heart wishing to be, have pure integrity and be as honest as possible. And, uh, you know, you set yourself up to be in a position of having the rug pulled out from under you because you're not actually looking at things realistically. You're looking at things through the dynamic of, I hope for the best. 
instead of being prepared. And we think you're well prepared. So that we're just telling you about what the risk of the dynamic is, especially when you get closer to the date and your nerves start to enter into the dynamic. Yes. Well, that was what I was battling. Cause, uh, and I really feel like I, um, like I've, I've stepped over something's happened inside of me because it's about when I'm being truthful, being well armed with the truth, knowing that he has no integrity and knowing that he will pull every little thing he can to wiggle out even when the truth is presented so that I can block every single move he may be making while I be noble and diplomatic, be truthful, but also tell the truth of what I was put through. But knowing that, you know, I am the adult and, you know, parents don't come with um, batteries. We make mistakes, but I'm here. And these are the, these are the steps and choices that I've been making now, uh, that I feel are really good for me from here on out. Uh, We agree with that. And the dynamic needs to be for you that you mm, end on a positive note, end on a note that says that you are moving more and more into who you really are more and more into your empowerment. And um, in other words, you need to, be able to come from that place of having been victimized, but not be the consummate victim. Do you understand? Exactly. 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 That's my intention. Just, you know, to share everything and how I was in that and that I stepped out of that and I'm evolving and becoming, and this is who I am now. And the best, lesson I could show my children is forgiving yourself and making new choices because every day above ground is a new day to make new choices if the choices that you made in the past inevitably hurt people, whether it was intention or unintentional, that loving yourself and caring and being able to maneuver and see and that this is where I'm at now and this is where I'm continuing to be. I'm not that same person and I've stepped out of the victimhood but it's important to know that I was one until I, my, my eyes became clear as that I was actually a part of um, harming them as well by the choices that I made, uh, not realizing that that's what I was doing. And when I realized that I was doing this, then it was the codependency thing. And then it was like, nope, you need to get your butt right into a life coach. You need to work on healing yourself right now. They don't need you to heal next year. They need you now. So you need to work on it now. So I have several months under my belt. Um, Is there anything you can suggest for me to do like mentally to keep him out of my house? Because there was a footprint in the kitty litter box. He's He's all over my house when I leave, uh, letting me know that he's been in here. Do you know how I can keep this guy out of my house? Well, if the police are not going to do are going to do anything about it, and they're not going to act upon any 
videos that you take or anything like that, then our suggestion might be that after you mm, achieve a, a certain mm, semblance of uh, uh, safety after the court date, that you demand that you need safety and security, and uh, we really can't tell you over the air what we would really have you do, but um, it certainly would. I think uh, I'm feeling you. Like, I, I hear you, and I'm, I'm yeah. planning on it. Without words, I'm totally reading right. you crystal clear, and that's my, my plan. That's well, my that's, plan. So yeah, thank you for saying that. Because I after the court. Sure. But that's the last, right, but that's the last result, you know? Yeah. I, well, I woke up that I had an idea to take care that's of how right. I could keep him out of my house. And it was not something I had planned on, yeah. but I woke up. And I just feel like there's a step I could take that could that could solve it. Good, good. And we're not going to ask you what that is. <laughs> yeah, I can't say it, <laughs> but I feel it feels right to me. So I'm I'm going to do it. And uh, you know, I feel like all, you know what's go for it. What's beautiful is when I was sitting in the office. A beautiful office to have acupuncture. Yeah, I actually read a poem that was on the wall. Would I be able to read that poem to you? It's very short. Sure, go ahead. Okay. Okay, so this is what it says. I am pulling it up right now because it's really, it, it shocked me. And I felt like it was a message. Um, hold on one second. It's right here. It's right here. Okay. So this is what it says. <laughs> the author of the poem, I'm not sure if I'm going to say the name right, is Pema Chodron, P-E-M-A, and then C-H-O-D-R-O-N. And it says this, constantly apply cheerfulness if for no other reason than because you are on a spiritual path. Have a sense of gratitude to everything, even difficult emotions, because of their potential to wake you up. It was just beautiful because in this well, certainly extremely... That was the poem. <laughs> and uh, in this painful, complex uh, well, situation I've been in for far too long, the beauty and the hidden blessing is it woke me up. It's waking me up to who I really am. I'm taking off victimhood like clothes and casting out, like when you're fishing, strength and power and love and acceptance of myself and forgiveness of myself because I can't forgive anyone in my life until I forgive myself first for believing I was weak and insignificant. 
And so there's so much beauty mm-hmm. that I'm seeing my mind opening and my consciousness expanding, and I feel like I'm evolving. Mm-hmm. We would agree. The only suggestion that we might, we might have for you is that you work on your base chakra and your second chakra as far as, you know, um, reinvigorating that. Um, seeing them, uh, the base chakra as the bright, beautiful, deep red color, and the second chakra as a beautiful orange color, and allow the strength and vitality of Mother Earth to flow up into you through those lower chakras. And uh, we think that you will find yourself feeling much stronger much safer and much more secure if you spend uh, maybe uh, uh, five minutes every few days um, reinvigorating those shows. I wanted to give you some validation. Um, I was working on um, all seven. Well, I know there's more than seven chakras, but I was just working on the typical seven. And the root chakra was a mucky Red and I really had to struggle for a few minutes before I could clear that out and I envisioned <clears throat> a red rose and I was having trouble envisioning the rose and then after some time I could see it clearly I could see it opening up and the water was so clear it was like Kool-Aid and then I struggled again with the orange mm-hmm. rose even seeing that and so I really have been feeling work on your chakras, and I actually went to sleep for eight hours listening to removing blockages out of your chakras and and positive energy. But this is something I wanted to ask you. I actually, as I was working on my chakras with needles all over me, all of a sudden I saw a woman. And she had dimples and red hair, and she was smiling, and I asked what her name was, and I got Susan, and I said, well, if I'm wrong, can you give me, you know, validation if I hear that name? And then I heard Susanna, and just smiling, dark black eyes, beautiful Mm -hmm. smile. Uh, She had red hair, dimples, and the time before that, there were a couple of different people I saw kind of come out of the chakras. Do you know who they are? Um, they, we wouldn't spend too much time worrying too much about the chakras. The first one is your higher self. She is your higher self. And um, especially with the dynamics of acupuncture, it allows these uh, more hidden parts of yourself to come forward into your consciousness. Any, um, the, any, any entities that are emerging from your chakras are either there to assist or are there to block you in some way. If they are there to block you in some way, it's because you have a fear that stands in the way. It's not that these are evil spirits or negative. They are there to show where you need to be healed. And uh, your higher self, the redhead, is um, Susanna. We like that. Um, um, You can call on her by name 
any time you wish. Um, and as a matter of fact, your ultimate guide in that sense, and so you could call upon her to assist you um, going into court or assist you in um, creating new ideas and new ways to deal with your ex. So I she will, is quite the, I will she do that. quite the ally to you. Yes, because I she actually be went in specific. She'd make a great ally. Go. Oh, I specifically yes. went in. Yes. <clears throat> sorry, to clear fear and grief because and a, and a skin condition, and she said the skin is connect, connected to grief, and I said yes, I'm I've been in fear and I've been in grief. And I want to clear it from me. And so the past three times I went, which was three times last week, it's all specifically grief and fear, anxiety, like I just want to rid it out of me because it's had such control over Mm -hmm. every choice I've made. And so it was amazing to see that. And I want to, and my heart, you know, I can see the green rose now and I can see it's still a little bit monkey, mucky in there, um, you know, the green light, and it's like a, it's cloudy, like when you're doing watercolors, so I have to, I'm going to continue to work, because I had a much easier time seeing the green rose and clearing that out before I couldn't even picture it, and it, I struggled for a very long time, fell asleep, um, you know, so um, I'm going to, I will ask her, and she's beautiful and it was a really profound experience i didn't have any expectation of of that and i really want to make my relationship with myself with my higher self with me the number one relationship in my life because i'm realizing she'll never let me down she'll always be there she won't abandon me she loves me unconditionally exactly. that way i can give my best to everyone that i love and exactly. not and know that we're we're all learning we're, we we you know even my ex he is where he's at and that's just where he is but his anger is not mine to carry and i've been doing cord cutting like to say goodbye and thank you for what i've learned because you've helped me to awaken that there was a purpose um, but I'm leaving now, <laughs> and, and thank you, and and that's it, you know, because I I well, am no, well, I don't want to be a puppet with my emotions and have him playing with my emotions. Like right. I don't can't live this way anymore. Right, right. It's enough. It's hard enough dealing with your own emotions rather than having somebody manipulate them. Exactly. And I I think you're amazing. Can I still listen on uh, to this beautiful show? And I want to thank everybody that's here today that made a commitment to be here because of your love for humanity and wanting to be of service with, uh, you know, we all have abilities that dance around us. And the ones that you're using that are in alignment with who you are, are so beautiful and it can be felt so profoundly and I love your show and when I'm up and running I'm going to come and tap you guys on the shoulder and say I'd love to have you be in a guest but when I'm in a better place 
inside and when I'm more grounded no and have some peace. So thank you. You're you're quite welcome and awe for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, Chris. It thank has you. Been, Namaste. Uh, it's a pleasure working with you. Thank you. Namaste. Mutual. All right. So you're welcome. All right. So you know what Namaste means? Um, I see the God within you. The God within you. me. Uh, uh, I acknowledge the, the God, God within, within you. you. Or I see. Yes. Yes. Well, maybe in your circumstance. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Something <laughs> we're, else? We're kidding. We're kidding. Okay. Well, uh, we appreciate your gratitude, Christina, dear one. Um, but um, appreciate the fact that, and you know, there a lot of these shows are archived. Um, Christina first came to us. Uh, well, certainly, it might, it might be almost a year ago. It's mm-hmm. been quite a while. It's been quite a while. Uh, um, we believe she was one of our first callers, and if you just hear the tenor, the tone of her voice now as to compare to what it was when she first came on. Her throat chakra, you know, she's talking about her chakras and the mm-hmm. colors. Well, we would say her throat chakra should be pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. It should be a really beautiful blue. So she, she, It's been a joy. It is one of the pleasures of uh, talking with people over many months because we do see them grow. That People out there just... That's, that's true. Well, but everybody's growing. And you don't realize the dynamics. Even right now, you look at the energy of going on in the consensus, and everyone is, you know, you look at the metaphor of where um, um, this last person, where Christina was, was at, and in fact, it is an individual metaphor for the dynamic that's going on in your world right now. You know, we were talking yesterday um, about the dynamic of the real problem is within the masculine and the feminine. Right, right. That's and where the, the issue is. And if you can break down any issue at all, it's between the masculine and the feminine. We think we know who that is. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's at the root, energetically, of the big political divisions, the right and left. Well, the, of all of it, of all of it, it is the original dichotomy, is it not? Mm-hmm. You know, you as an earthly humanity, it's almost as if you are two separate species. You are a masculine male species, and you are a feminine female species. And the only thing, physically, you're different. Yeah. Emotionally, you couldn't be any more different. Very different. The only thing you share is your spiritual connection to all that is. That is the one thing that you share. You also share the ability to come together in such a way as to create magic and miracles, but it takes both sides of the aspect, both the masculine and the feminine to create the miracles. How do we create the miracles? Well, why would we deprive you of the adventure <laughs> of discovery? And on that note, we're going to jump off and talk to Nathaniel. 
Good morning, Nathaniel. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Well, we are wonderful. And how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful as well. Good for you. Here's another voice that was, what shall we say, used to be down and now is, really, your energy is so good right now. We love it. Go ahead. What do you have to say? Hey, I wondered, where where do you live? Are you uh, on the East Coast or Midwest? Or? We are, um, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we actually don't live anywhere. Uh, the channel and Adrian live in Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Right, that, that's wondered. all you wanted to know? No, well, no I, I was I wondering, said, well, well, Nathaniel. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you, you. Well, the, the problem is we've got a real long delay. Are we cutting out? Or so or, if, uh, we are, if, if we are all talking at the same time. Nathaniel, do you wish to uh, hang up and call back in? Maybe we'll get a better connection because we'd love okay. to talk with you. Give it a shot. Well, uh, yes, I was just going to ask if he was curious about uh, uh, the uh, call you'd put out for intentional community. And oh. we're on the other side of the uh, continent. From Nathaniel. Yeah, well, you know, he's looking for he's looking for a place to go, you know. And we're gonna try again. All right, Nathaniel, let's give it another shot, shall we? So how are you doing there, dear one? Wonderful. All right. <laughs> All right. So this seems to be a little bit better. Did you hear um, did you happen to hear what Adrian was saying when you called back in? I, I, I you know, I missed some of it. I wasn't on the phone then, <laughs> so I heard a little just the end of it or something, something about Nathaniel calling in. Adrian. Now, when you asked where we were located, go ahead. We can hear you. Uh, Nathaniel, when you asked where we were located, I was wondering if you were doing that uh, because you were thinking about what Tuid said about forming intentional community here. And it might be something to easily check out if we were closer to you, but we are on the other side of the universe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, and we are winter here. What did you say? Well, we still and we have winter here. Oh yeah. Is it getting colder there now? Of course. <laughs> uh, you know, the truth of the matter is, we've only had uh, two or three relatively light frosts. We haven't had that really heavy, killing frost here yet, and so it actually has been. 
a long and beautiful autumn with very good color um, where for a number of years um, previous, it's been awful. Um, So this year, um, kind of in uh, response to the craziness of the world, uh, the Northeast at least is resplendent in reds and oranges. Hmm. Yeah. So, however, however, however. So, what you want to know there, Bunky? Well, uh wanted to know if I'm going to be hooking up with any other monkeys here soon. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have a long way to wait. Um, yeah. The thing is that, you know, yeah, it's, um, you're going to have to come together. You're going to have to. The whole dynamic of, you know, Trump just cured himself of COVID. What if there's no more COVID problem? What if it's Regeneron or whatever they're calling is, in fact, a, a cure? What if, in fact, um, that if you get even do get to the COVID, that you've got a 99.994% chance of survival. And that's the average. This one, the channel, he's over 70 years old. He only has a 94.6% chance of survival if he gets it. <laughs> It's just been crazy. It's just been crazy. You know? know, It doesn't seem, you know, most people. Right. Well, what do you. Most people don't. It's really not serious with most people. You know, you have a very slim chance. Exactly. It's almost like getting struck by lightning, you know, when you go outside your house. Uh, there's a much better chance of being hit by lightning than by getting getting the virus. And even if you get the virus, so many people think it's a death sentence. And it's really not a death sentence. It's not, you know, it's really no worse than the flu. You're just as likely, and especially if you are a younger person, you are much more likely to die of the flu than you are of COVID. Yeah, I think it's probably so, you know like a ninety four percent chance or people that are you know, over eighty or you know, I, I I heard I heard Chuck Norris died of COVID. But in my head, <laughs> well I haven't heard that one. No, no, he did. He died a few months we'll, back. We'll have to look that one up. We'll have to look that up. We'll, he died we'll have to a look that up, back. Nathaniel. We hadn't heard of Chuck Norris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, with all all this news going on, you know, other news gets suppressed. And I guess, you know, since all these other people own the radio stations, they only... Only report the news that you know they want to report. 
We've been having that's all exactly right. You know, we've been having crop circles, and they okay. haven't reported for decades. Uh, isn't that the truth? And there's more and more crop circles coming up now than have been in years. So, in fact, that is absolutely that is absolutely correct. There are, you know, <laughs> there's all sorts of communication being attempted now. And uh, a lot of it is actually coming to fruition. And like we said, it won't be long now. And in fact, even though certain things may seem to be dire, but it is more going to be a situation where, um, what shall we say, um, power-hungry satraps are... Not that we're... Not that we're saying that Newsom is power-hungry or anything like that, but um, um, he sure does like having your whole state closed down. So, um, uh, in fact, um, as you begin to break away with from that, um, if the Supreme Court actually um, comes into session and says that whole dynamic is of uh, lockdowns and all of that is unconstitutional, well, then it's going to be up to you guys, you know. Um, the big question is, well, what are you willing to do to stand up for your freedom and your liberty? You know, it's, um, it's going to take a concerted effort. Of course, here you're going to be coming up with an election um, very shortly, and so uh, you know, um, it doesn't, it, you know, we can tell you what's going to happen. Um, but it's going to be um, a great portion of your people are not going to accept the outcome and therefore are going to, what shall we say, act in a somewhat irrational manner, which is going to cause a reaction that um, you all have actually been looking for and wondering why it hasn't occurred yet. So without going into details, um, we think that's close enough. Yeah, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> I heard, you know, Sylvia Brown, uh, you know, came out with her book. Did you hear about this prophecy that she made in her book? Is she said uh, that there's going to be... Yeah, a- we believe so. But, well, she said that it was going to, like, just disappear just mysteriously just disappear. And she may have been right about the other part, but, you know, it's kind of time for it to go away if she was going to be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how, um, you know, psychics, they see windows into the future. And the problem is that once that dynamic of that future is given, the things that are, um, what shall we say, influencing um, its outcomes can uh, can change, but yes, especially in a circumstance like this, where the prophecy was made quite some time ago. Well, she may have been right about the other part, but I don't know if she's right about it going away. Because you know, like well, I just what said, what does it, going away mean? What's that? What what does going away mean? 
Does yeah, what does mean it? that it there is no place? Does it mean that there's no place for it on the planet? Does it mean that the whole population is going away? We do not think you are facing an extinction event. So I think there may be some confusion here. Uh, Nathaniel, you cut out for a moment. Could you tell us the prophecy again? Yes. uh, uh, Sylvia Brown wrote her, and uh, she was on the Montel Williams, and she also said it on there. I remember hearing her. You know, it must have been in 08. And uh, she said that she saw, or, you know, that, you know, she was predicting that uh, there's going to be a virus in 2020 that's going to, you know, uh, get the lungs and it's going to be a real serious thing. And uh, that uh, though it will mysteriously just vanish after, you know, a time, you know, so. You know, we've had it now for a few months. Now it's going on a, almost a year here. And, uh, but uh, she said it'll come back in 2020, 2030 for just a little while, and uh, it'll, it'll never be seen again. So that's kind of uh, strange. But, yeah. Uh, well, that's no, no, not really. Not really, not really. But, 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 you know, do you know about herd immunity? You know about herd immunity, yeah? Uh, herd immunity? Oh, yeah. Well, will you bring up the antibodies? Is that what you're herd. saying? Yeah. So yeah what, what's winding up happening right now, the reason, the reason that there are so many people that are testing positive for COVID is because it is spreading through the general population. And um, the thing about it is that there have been a number of COVID viruses that you have been exposed to over the years. And in fact, you're developing a herd immunity. If 99, over 99.99% of you are going to survive it, then there could be 50,000 people that test positive for COVID today, of which five of them are going to have severe symptoms and everybody else is going to not suffer anything at all. But because you've tested positive, you're developing the antibodies. So mm-hmm. it's the way that you, your immune system is intended to work. I, I think I may have got it a, a couple of times. You know, I felt, you know, I'm not sure, but uh, I may have already developed antibodies. But, you know, the symptoms were so mild. Uh, you know, most people have very mild symptoms. They, you know, don't know they have it for whatever, five or six days or whatever it is. Exactly. And they may feel a little strange. They may not even know that they have it, you know. And I guess the test cost. $250 to have the test. <laughs> yeah. Is what I heard. Yeah. They were, Somebody's they were charging. What's that? Yeah. Pardon me? Someone's making out, huh? Yeah, someone's making out. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, people were having to get uh, somebody. I heard somebody was getting charged. They'd have to do it once a week. And so, you know, that's like a thousand dollars a month. I don't know if it was for their work or something. They were charging yeah. people. 
But uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, we've heard six hundred. We've heard six hundred for sure. All right. Got anything else for us today, dear one? Uh, you know, I'm just uh, you know, I've been kind of having eye problems uh, like recently. Do, do you see those going away or uh, getting a lot better? Both eyes. Yeah. Both eyes. Give yes. me a moment. You need new glasses. <laughs> no, no, I, I had injured my eyes and I saw something doing something. So, uh, uh, well, give us a moment here. We're not we 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 don't usually do these kind of scans, but we'll take a look. Okay. Mm. There might be something that you can uh, get to uh, um, to ease things, but we think that it is seasonal as much as anything. Um, yeah, there was originally an injury to your eye, but we think that it's more sensitive in this time of year. Um, you might pay attention to that in the future to yeah. see if in the fall at the uh, um, I was actually rubbing my eyes quite hard, and I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, that smoking that stuff makes your eyes itch. No, no, I, I, I had, I had, I had uh, detached my retina, and uh, I had to have laser <laughs> surgery a couple months ago on uh, on my eye. Well, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right, huh? <laughs> so, do you see the miracles it going away? of so... modern medicine. Yeah. Yeah, it's temporary. It's temporary. It's temporary. You know, you didn't do any permanent now, it got bad. I, I thought there was like a hairnet in my left eye, you know, and, and it's like locked down, but there's like a thousand little spectacles and kind of moves around, you know, when I get it. My In my right eye, you know, when I read my phone and the computer, it gets blurry on a part, you know, so I'm, you know, hoping it's going to heal, you know, it's been a couple of months, but uh still see, you know, I'm still driving around. Sometimes stuff, it's but, uh, quite... Reading the fine print is quite Sometimes difficult, Sometimes it takes you know? quite a bit of I really don't think that, you know, the way they make the fine print on packages, you know, food packages, you know, vitamin bottles, really should be, you really should print it bigger for people. You really need a binder for us, you know, to be able to read. It's kind of amazing that they can make those, uh, the print so small, you know. Well, you, you wouldn't think that you're not intended to read it, are you? (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's it I mean, they get so small uh, all the fine prints uh, I, I had went to had that's my right. computer fix one guy and you know and he said da 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 and he goes oh the fine print he, he could really speak very good English but he goes oh the, the fine print <laughs> I'm going oh shit so uh, <laughs> fine print should be illegalized or something that they should uh 
should try to uh, get that out with the COVID. But you're quite a joyous <laughs> man. Thank you both. Thank you both. It's been a pleasure pleasure speaking right. with you once again. All right. We love speaking with you. Call back any time that we're here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. All right. Let us move on. Thank you, Nathaniel. A pleasure. All right. So something I heard the channel was listening to, just going back to, for a moment to herd immunity and COVID <laughs> this morning was when they give the daily count on TV, you know, how many thousand were tested right. positive. Right. And it sounds as though they're dead, they're dying, and it's terrifying when a different take would be this many thousand, however many it is, are now on their way to developing antibodies and herd right. immunity. If you, were to say, if you were to say a thousand people tested positive for COVID today, of which 999.4% of them, in, only, in other words, only a part of a person right. is going to not recover. Right. And those others are now developing uh, antibodies. Well, and the statistics are showing now that even on a prorated basis, uh, the number of deaths, the number of overall deaths this year are, in fact, slightly less than last year and even less than the year before. So basically, the fear of dying has basically been bullshit. They've got you all terrified of dying. When it's when you're all going to die anyway. And how did that happen? We was blinked. it is it because nah? Is it because nobody has a connection with the divine anymore? That so many of those people that are so terrified do not believe in a higher power. Or oh, well, let's not even call it a higher power, but uh, let's call it a, um, an overriding consciousness. Or if you, you don't believe that, if you believe that that's, this is all there is. I can understand that would be scarier. So, yes, in a secular world, the thought of dying is terrifying. In a world that is no why why would that be? And yet at the same time, the thought of 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 dying is terrifying, and yet there is a subconscious dynamic in there that says that if you are bad and you are wrong and you are evil and you do bad things, then you are going to go to hell. And can that dynamic exist? With the other one? Yes, yes. it yes. does. Yes. yes. Because the you learn as a an infant, you learn as a child. Certainly. The subconscious belief goes in that one can be bad and wrong and sin and have the original sin and you're gonna screw up and you know you do things wrong, so consciously as an adolescent or an adult you decide to just throw the whole belief system out. But that doesn't mean that the fear isn't in the subconscious. Correct. 
Yeah, we'll talk to John then. So we're going to go to a caller right up the street from us in the 413 area code. Now, the interesting part about this whole dynamic is see how bad the connection is, and it's less than 5,000 feet away. So, hello, good morning, Johnny. Good morning. Well, technically, you're you're going to a satellite, and then the satellite is going back to Earth. So that 500 feet is kind of a relative thing, isn't it? <laughs> well, at any rate, good morning. Well, and all, uh, so and I all our question. relatives are astronauts. Yes, they are there. So the question I thought Nathaniel was going to Go ask, but maybe he was thinking about it, was where does so to actually <laughs> reside? <laughs> you're just basically a channel. It's like I'm talking on the phone and talking to you. So. Everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, we are um, we are anywhere we wish to be. We reside wherever we focus our energy, and that is a what shall we say <laughs> a number of directions simultaneously. Um, we're not only doing this, um, so when we are communicating. With this one, we the closest thing to a residing that we do is we mm, have a couple of different places that we focus through in order to mm, have this connection. And we, we realize that's vague, but uh, it's about the best you're going to get. It's even more vague if I have to do the excerpt part. <laughs> At, uh... How is that different? <laughs> How will that be different as compared to, say, souls that, you know, reincarnate? It's sort of like. How, well, how are because you we're that? not involved in um, the. Because we're not in the di- involved in the dynamic of, um, of uh, incarnation and reincarnation. And we are not, we are um, an, an, an organizing energy rather than so, a manifesting one. So when a person actually passes and then they go up to wherever and hang out for a while and chit-chat, are they expansive as such or are they individual? No, they are, they are both. You become, uh, and, and again, it is almost impossible for us to describe the awareness that is possible. Um, again, it's that whole dynamic of where you focus. But you see, you are trying to put it within the concept of linear time. And that problem, that doesn't really fit on the other side. The, the only um, experience of linear time comes from focusing your attention. Okay. And even then, it's only fleeting. I get it, sort of. (laughs) As much as I probably could get it. Get it, get it, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how's your kid? 
Well, you know, in all reality, she's in the best place she can be because she is away from the substance that she has access to on the street. So, you know, you don't have an opportunity. Right. To well, you know, we we just assume that that was the reason that she got Yeah, her higher self said, this is it, you're going. You because know, she was heading to a very dark right. area. Right. There wasn't anything that me or Kirsten could do for her, so. Well, you know, sometimes that's the dynamic. Sometimes that you have to hit bottom in order to have the reset that you need. And is that not the same dynamic that's going on in your world right now? It's almost as if your world is an addict that is coming to a very dark and destructive place. Yeah, it's an interesting reflection. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, and then, then that becomes the choice. You know, as we have said for many years, you are all being asked as to best who you're going to be. And each one of you in your own way has been on that journey of identifying yourself both for yourself and for your world. And so you, we know, already have done that, John. But each and so many of the others that we have spoken to have complete unawareness of that whole dynamic. So that's going to come at them from the outside rather than having chosen to deal with it from the inside. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's what so many in your world are experiencing right now. The opportunity to clean it up. Adrian, you were about to say something? So it would be possible for individuals to have a rebirth in the midst of a greater mass consciousness reset? Well, hopefully. It's not a breach birth. Cool. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, what else do you want welcome, me to say? You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. No, 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 no. no. Let's we not track up, to drag up anything. too much dirt about me on with that thousands is. of people listening. <laughs> yeah, you wish there were thousands of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, hey, at least the four people that listen to us all the time like us, so, you know, that's, that's all that matters. All right, Johnny. Bye-bye. <laughs> we love you. We'll see you soon. All right, all right so we managed to, what shall we say, waste an hour and 12 minutes? <laughs> So I certainly, taking the fact that there are some people who we hear from consistently uh, over the months on the radio, I just wish to remind them that we have this Patreon group that gets together once a month privately through Zoom or some other form like that platform. It's not much money, 15 bucks a month, and we have two to three hours with so too on a Tuesday evening called So Tuesday and Yay! people aren't we exciting and entertaining and we 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 will drop an occasional 
F-bomb, and we will talk about sex and sexuality, and we will talk about religion, and we will even talk about politics, but not on a form that is recorded for the public. No, no. <laughs> so if you'd like more, we highly encourage it. They are fun groups. There's a lot that can happen during these groups once a month. And uh, well, they we like get, it. They certainly get quite interesting. And we have a nice eclectic uh, uh, group of people. So that makes it very interesting. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And not all of them are crazy. <laughs> We're all a little bit but crazy. A, couple of them maybe. a little bit crazy, I think, all of us. Because who would want to well, be Well, we were saved? talking about you. I know. Well, I am. All right. It. Oh, here we go. Who would wish to be sane in an insane world? I'm quoting you from That's right, a few you weeks are. ago. I give you credit fully. You would have, maybe, unless you were giving us a, a Joe Biden. <laughs> no, I'm not. You know, you're not plagiarizing I'm us? I'm not. Right. So, um, what you got? Anything else for us? No. Not so much. I mean, the world is going to do what it does. People are going to choose what they choose. Dance, dance, dance. Everybody's going to dance, dance, dance. Everybody's going to dance, dance, dance. Everybody's going to dance. And our suggestion to each and every one of you is hug your neighbor, love yourself, treat yourself well. Hey, you can be happy. Even in the midst of chaos. We are so too, and we love you all so very, very much. And so until next week, we close. Sending you peace. Peace, sending you joy. And we welcome Josh back into his body. He's just slightly grumpy, but that happens from time to time. Who isn't grumpy once in a while nowadays? Um, Certainly, we'd love to hear from you next week. Check us out Saturday, Facebook Live. If you want to make the plunge and join Patreon, just check it out for a month. Try it out for us. So Tuesday evening, once a month. When is it this week? This month, it's on 20th coming up. So check that out and meet some other fellow travelers who are also slightly crazy and uh, we'll have some fun. I guess that's it for this week, folks. From Earth, we love you. I'm Adrian. I'm Josh. They were so too. Bye-bye. Hopefully we'll see you next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. If the Thank you for listening. Tune in next week and help us all discover a future beyond the rift.